Disillusioned, disillusioned, try walking like Jesus, try lifting the stone, try extending a hand, talking about a Mahatma, talking about souls, Great souls. Uh, 
Every single one of us has the potential to be a great soul. A great soul. I don't. I don't see everyone. I don't see that everyone is actualizing, 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 like our friend Abraham Maslow. Actualizing our friend Abraham Maslow. Abraham Maslow. Abraham Maslow. Did you know if you hear voices, you're probably schizophrenic? <laughs> but not always. Not always. A psychic, psychic connection, the psychic friends network, the psychic connection is very real, it's very real, but you know, I'm really fucking sick and tired of one thing, man, just so much fucking bullshit in this psychic fucking world. So much fucking bullshit. I'm part of it, you know. I'm not excusing myself at all. But I can say what I've done. I know what I've done. I can say what I've done. I can say what I've done. And then I can say what God has done through me. And those are two different things. Two very different things, but I don't expect you to understand or know what I'm talking about for the simple fact of uh, for the simple fact that not everyone who is invited gets. Not everyone who's invited goes, gets to go to the show. You know what I mean? Because we have so many other things to do. We have our dogs to walk. And we have our dead to bury. And we have our children to raise. So, those of you who have showed up those of you who know what I'm talking about understand. Those of you who know what I'm talking about understand very well. Understand what it is. Understand what it is to be used by God. To be used by God. You know what? You know what? You can be used by God even just sitting by yourself in a room. You can be used by God. Prayers are powerful. 
like the song we just listened to, Talk, Talk, Talk. If it's just talk, if it's only talk, you know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, it's not gonna last that long. May work for now, but it just won't. It just won't survive the way the living word will survive. So there's nothing to worry about. People who only talk, talk, talk. I'm not one of those people, but. I don't expect for my rhetoric to last forever. I don't expect my rhetoric. I don't expect my voice to be the voice. I don't expect my thoughts to be your thoughts. God's word is full of power. That's the difference. God's word is full of power. Yes, we have our own individual minds, our minds, our intellect, our brain power. Our intellect is very powerful. Okay, our intellect is very powerful. Okay, but it's easy to get fooled if you know nothing about the spirit. If you know nothing about the spiritual life, if you know nothing about the spiritual life, if you have no basis or background or experience with it, it's easy to get fooled. And yeah,、uh, a group of a group of us were talking earlier on today about identifying with the body and the mind. The mind-body connection is very important. The mind-body connection is that union with the union with the soul. That union with the soul—it's the union with the soul—is self-awareness. It's actualizing, self-actualizing. So, once you are aware and you are self-actualized, okay. Then you can start to make progress in your spiritual life. There are spiritual techniques and methods, spiritual, what they call spiritual paths. A spiritual path is one that brings your mind in union with the body, 
to growing in a spiritual way, growing your spirit, growing your spirit. And so people choose a path, various paths. Those are called religions. But it matters what spirit is leading you because the spirit that's leading you is leading you to a transcendental world, a world that transcends everything. It is the spirit that is uh, imminent here and now, but it is transcendent, so transcendental. Once you, once you transcend the world that you are connected to and most likely attached, clinging, clinging and attached to. It's important that you want to stay with that spirit because that spirit is there to stay. That transcendental spirit is there to stay. So, talking about the Mahatma letters, the Mahatma letters. If uh, you make an agreement with certain spirit, a certain spirit, and it does, the spirit doesn't necessarily in the beginning. Maybe the spirit is confused for God, but the spirit doesn't necessarily have to. doesn't necessarily have to be confused as a god and the spirit doesn't have to be taken for as a god um, but in the beginning uh, to the initiate to the unexperienced and neophyte mind uh, one might confuse a spiritual master for God. One might confuse a spiritual master for God. This is what we're talking about. The Mahatma letters. I'm going to read to you. I'm going to read to you. Those who worship before, okay, uh, um, okay, let me see here.
the ever unknowable and incognizable Karana, Karana, alone, the causeless cause of all causes, should have its shrine and altar on the holy and untrodden ground of our heart, invisible, intangible, unmentioned, save through the still small voice of our spiritual consciousness. The Karana, Karana, let me look that up, Karana, Karana, Karana. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, giving me some silly. Um. <clears throat> Okay, let's see. Okay. Karna, 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 Karna. Um. Karna, okay. Karana, 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 Karana is a cause, cause and effect. Cause is referred to as Karana, Karana, Karana. <coughs> excuse me, excuse me, guys. This is a. It's very dry. The air is very dry in here because we have the heat blasting. And so my throat is very dry. Probably not the best time to do a podcast, <laughs> a podcast episode. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, Okay, I'll read a little bit before that. Communication with departed theosophists, in other words, the real entities, as already shown, is an impossibility. For alas, they cannot be included among those who have achieved immortality okay the exceptions to the general rule governing humanity being so very few and with regard to the guidance of disembodied 
adept spirits. It may be asked how those who have not deserved individual instruction from adepts in the flesh can possibly expect to receive direct help from their superiors, the planetary spirits, the John Chohanic host. Um, last time they, uh, we talked about the Devachan, the, the, the Devachan, or we, um, last time or the time before that, the episode before that, the Devachan, the Devachan is the afterlife, it is literally the afterlife, the Devachan is the afterlife. And I found out <clears throat> there was a, a Purana, a Purana, Purana, Purana. I'm not, I'm not the best at pronouncing these Indian words, these Sanskrit words. Okay, so you have to forgive me if my pronunciation is terrible. Um, I'm not terribly educated, but I'm not wonderfully educated also. <laughs> so, I've done my fair share of uh, research and studying, but I'm just a student, and I'm a student who's continuously learning continuously learning and continuously seeking and continuously searching myself myself continuously searching within within and without okay so there's there's a purana called the garuda purana g a r u d a garuda the garuda purana P-U-R-A-N-A, which discusses the Devachan, the Devachan. I thought it was because Deva literally means shining one or brilliant one or illumined one. And it comes from the word Divya, Divya means to shine. So the Devachan, I thought it was the Devachan, it was the celestial, the celestial, the celestial, the celestial world, otherwise known as Svarga. Swarga, Swarga, or Swarga Loka. Loka means world. Loka is the root word for the English word location, or a locus, not a locust. It is a locus, 
A locus is a central point of fixed location. Loka means world. And the Garuda Purana speaks of the Devachan or the afterlife and the many worlds or various lokas uh, that a soul may go to a soul the process of the soul once it leaves the body and is a bodiless consciousness but it is not formless it is simply bodiless the the word jiva means jiva means an embodied an embodied spirit soul or a breathing soul in other words a spirit soul that needs requires breath it needs to breathe okay in order to live so the Garuda Purana is one of the Puranas that talk about the afterlife and talk about uh, the there are in Vedic in Vedanta or Vedic knowledge or science there uh, is classically there are 14 worlds that are spoken of seven worlds are considered the underworlds and seven worlds are considered the upper worlds or the upper worlds are considered the heavens the heavens seven heavens and the lower worlds are considered uh, seven nether regions or nether worlds and the nether worlds are called talas and the uh, and they're also called lokas but there are they are talas tala lokas talas and there, there are seven of them, okay? And then there's the earth, and then there's the upper seven heavenly or celestial realms. Celestial realms. So, the Garuda Purana. So, the Karana, spoken of here, okay. Those, okay, I'll read, those students of occultism who believe themselves guided by disincarnate entities. And I want to say, this is not 
an uncommon thing in the school of occultism, quote-unquote occultism, just simply means that which is hidden. Okay? Okay? Who believe themselves guided. Okay. Now, like I said, you may be schizophrenic if you are hearing voices, but you're not necessarily schizophrenic if you're hearing voices because they are, uh, there are times when the voices may very well be a uh, uh, very much living uh, and well-experienced group or network of psychic psychically psychically evolved and advanced people that are alive not dead okay so then anyway okay okay back to this reading those students and we're reading from the book called the Mahatma letters by AP Sinnott a-P-S-I-N-N-E-T-T. -T. Okay, those students of occultism who believe themselves guided by disincarnate entities rage, ranging by disincarnate entities or disembodied, disincarnate entities. Disincarnate means they were not born. Or disincarnate means they are not embodied by disincarnate entities ranging in degree from departed theosophists to adepts who have relinquished the use of physical bodies on earth by means of the methods of mediums, Ouija boards, and their equivalent will do well to consider their position in the light of these letters, the Mahatma letters. Communication with departed theosophists, in other words, the real entities as already shown is an impossibility for alas they cannot be included among those who have achieved immortality the exceptions to the general rule governing humanity being so very few and with regard to the guidance of disembodied adept spirits it may be asked how those who have not deserved individual instruction from adepts in the flesh can possibly expect to receive direct help from their superiors
the planetary spirits, the Jian Chohanic host. John Johannic host. It cannot be too strongly emphasized that in thus externalizing the source from which he seeks inspiration, the student sacrifices all possibility of the grand realities of spiritual attainment and direct knowledge, the ever-unknowable and incognizable karana alone, the causeless cause of all causes, should have its, should have its shrine and altar on the holy and untrodden ground of our heart, invisible, intangible, unmentioned, save through the still, small voice of our spiritual consciousness. That is a good point, and I agree with that. But forget about what I agree with. The Karana. The uh, kar karana, cause and effect, I'm going to read now from Wikipedia on karana. Karana is this word, the causeless cause of all causes, is a, a, a subject in what is called Advaita Vedanta. Advaita Vedanta is uh, is a philosophy that deals with the subject of non-duality. Non-duality. One of its proponents happens to be Sri Adi Shankaracharya, Shankaracharya, Sri Adi Shankaracharya, was one of the first historical proponent, uh, maybe even the first historical historical proponent of Advaita Vedanta, interpreting Vedic scripture through. The, the lens, if you will, of Advaita, non-duality. Uh, okay. These concepts are discussed in ancient and medieval texts of, of Vedic philosophy. These concepts are discussed in ancient and medieval texts and other Indian religions using synonymous terms. Cause is referred to as karana. 
Nidala, Nidala, Hetu, or Mulam, uh, while effect is referred to as Karya, Phala, Parinam, Parinam, Shungam, okay, Vedanta subschools have proposed and debated different causality theories. Vedanta sub-schools have proposed and debated different causality theories. So this is dealing with the subject, the karana, dealing with the subject of causality. Uh, one school of practice is the Buddhist, the Buddhist school, the Nichiren, Nichiren Buddhism deals with uh, using what is called a Gohanzen. It is a scroll, uh, a scroll, and written on it is a mantra. And the mantra has to do with cause and effect. It has to do with the karana, the karana, the karana, the causeless cause that cause that is the cause of all causes. That is the the primary and mystical law of cause and effect. And also cause and effect has to do with being and becoming, being and becoming, okay? So this, it says here, is according to causality. So, so the Gohanzen is enshrined in your home, but according to this book, the Mahatma Letters, this karana should be enshrined in our hearts and is the equivalent of saying the Gohanzen should be enshrined in our hearts in other words the object of devotion should be enshrined in our hearts in our heart mind so the practice is this is going back to a mental practice and union with the mind body the union of mind-body connecting with the soul, the consciousness, is the jivatman. The jivatman, the jiva, is the embodied, is the embodied spirit soul. The atma is the consciousness. And so the union takes place with body mind and soul or spirit soul or spirit consciousness and so we're talking about developing and moving beyond even a psychic a psychic mental plane moving beyond into a spiritual world okay so okay this is 
the Karana, the causality, it continues to say, all schools of Vedanta subscribe to the theory of Satkaryavada, Satkaryavada, which means that the effect is pre-existent in the cause. The effect is pre-existent in the cause. But there are different views on the causal relationship and the nature of the empirical world from the perspective of metaphysical Brahman. The Brahma Sutras, the ancient Vedantins, most sub-schools of Vedanta, as well as Samkhya, school of Hindu philosophy, support Parinamavada, Parinamavada, the idea that the world is a real transformation of Brahman, a real transformation, Parinama, of Brahman, okay? Uh, so it says here, different, different philosophers and sages, scholars disagree as to what is that causeless cause of all causes. I find it interesting that Karana, Karana, uh, Karana is the causeless cause of all causes means the causeless cause of all causes. And it sounds like Krishna, Krishna, Karana, Krishna, Karishana, Karishana. If you just stick in the Karish, Rish, Ish, Rish, Ish, Ish, Ana, Ana is Krishna. Similar to the way in Hebrew, if you stick a shin or a shin, yeah, I believe it's it's a shin, and the yod he vav he, you get Yeshua. Yeshua, Yeshua is the word or the name Yahweh, Yahweh or Yahweh. Uh, with a shin in it, and the shin has to do with it represents the spirit, <coughs> the spirit, and the spirit uh, indicates the spiritual consciousness. So, the the word or name Yeshua means uh, savior. It means God is salvation, or it means God's salvation, or it just simply means salvation. And someone uh, brought up a good point uh, earlier. Earlier uh, today, I heard someone talking about 
uh, it's easy to get fixated or obsessed on salvation as being the uh, the end all, the be all, and end all of our lives. But um, we shouldn't get stuck on salvation or this trip like this trip of being liberated you know um, that's not the end that's not the that's not the end uh, which justifies the means now it's not the end and be all and end all of of our life is not just simply just to be liberated it's not just simply to be saved yes that is a a wonderful wonderful thing but it's not it's not what we are fixated on uh it's not it's not the object of devotion it is not the causeless cause of all causes yes let's take for example yeshua or Jesus of Nazareth. He is, he proclaimed that his ministry, that his ministry was, <clears throat> that his ministry was to set the captives free or set the prisoners free, the mental and spiritual prisoners free and physical prisoners, but he was talking spiritually he was talking about spiritual prisoners or captives and it was a big part of his ministry a big part of his ministry so uh, it can be very understandable and it's reasonable to think that uh, that's what it is all about, being saved. Uh, and that, that's what Jesus is all about, uh, Savior. That's what Jesus is all about, as his main, is his main title is Lord and Savior. So that's what he's all about, you know, saving, his, his saving grace, his mercy of salvation. So, it is a big part of uh, knowing God. Knowing God as our Savior is a big part of knowing God. But it isn't the be-all and end-all. <clears throat> it isn't even ultimately the what glorifies God, being a Savior alone does not glorify him so uh, I'll continue reading the Karana alone the causeless cause of all causes should have its shrine and altar on the holy and untrodden ground of our heart invisible intangible unmentioned save through the still small voice of our spiritual consciousness.
those who worship before it ought to do so in the silence and the sanctified solitude of their souls. <coughs> those who worship before it ought to do so in the silence and the sanctified solitude of their souls, making their spirit the sole mediator between them and the universal spirit. Their good actions, their only priests, and their sinful intentions the only visible and objective sacrificial victims to the quote-unquote presence. So, really, I am going to uh, dare say that what uh, it really is about the actual point is, after all, the divine presence, God's presence, is ultimately the point. I believe that is the point. The point is being in God's presence and being aware that one is in God's presence at all times. Really, that is ultimately what everyone seeks, <coughs> to be in God's presence, is there's nothing above, there's nothing greater than to be in God's presence. There's nothing greater. So, this is what these letters, uh, this is, these are what these letters address. These are what these letters talk about and try to communicate to the listener who will listen and who have, who have, who have ears, spiritual ears to listen with patience and to to actually dare to seek to seek God's presence in order to seek God's presence you have to make connections first of all you have to make certain connections with yourself and in yourself what is the universal spirit? So, there is the jiva, and the jiva is the embodied spirit soul, and the breathing soul. And there is the atman, which is the consciousness, and those three have to be in union in union in union yoga means in it's very it's the very meaning of yoga 
is the union of body, mind, and soul consciousness. And then, and then, that consciousness is the mediator between the universal spirit, which is the Param, Param Atman, Param Atman. Param Atman is the transcendental universal spirit, which is, for all intents and purposes, the quote-unquote greater self. And the greater self, they say in uh, uh, AA or NA, Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous, they say the the higher self or the higher self or the higher power, the higher power, they call it. And it's the higher power of your choosing. But uh, uh, there is, I, I do agree with the concept of there is one God or one higher power, but uh, one higher power that takes on uh, any form, any form that the individual is ready for to be able to connect with and embark on the transcendental journey of the soul. And so this universal spirit is is quite universal in the sense that this spirit or greater self or uh, or God takes on the form that you as an individual are able to connect with able to uh, able to commune with and if you are a seeker God will show up in in this very personal way to help the individual to find that divine presence that divine presence okay I'm running out of time so thank you for joining in